You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching, and free products, please visit www.SoulSatisfactionForWomen.com. Okay, so welcome to Soul Satisfaction for Women Radio. I'm Lisa Page, and thank you for being here today. Thank you for showing up for you. Thank you for allocating an an entire hour, 60 minutes of your day and of your week to explore this theme around your feminine flame. It is one of the most powerful topics I know to explore in terms of liberating who you are and integrating more and more of your wholeness. So welcome. It's great to have you on on the show. In today's show, uh, what you'll discover is a deeper understanding of the underlying cause of anger in the feminine. We'll also explore how to let go of anger that's been draining you or your relationship and how to transform your anger from a destructive force that pushes people away into a loving power. And I really mean power with a capital P that inspires and awakens others. So first of all, let's uh, share how the call will flow. So we'll start by sharing logistics so you know how to raise your hand and ask your questions and get the most out of the call. Then we'll dive into the main teachings and then I'll open up the lines for your questions. So uh, my first invitation to you, if you've just joined us, is since you're here, really make the commitment to yourself to be here fully. There's something you're here to hear. So shut off all your other tabs in your browser if you're listening on your laptop Really give yourself permission to be here fully for the next hour and see what it is that arises in you through this exploration around feminine flame. Um, So turn your phone off, uh, shut the door, put a do not disturb sign up. Really do whatever you can to get rid of all distractions so you can really be here fully. Not for me, but for you. So you can truly hear what you're here to hear and you can explore what is your next unfolding as a feminine soul and as a woman. Uh, If you are listening in via the webcast, the way to ask your question is by pressing star 2 to raise your hand. Sorry, let me say that again. If you've dialed in, the way to ask your question is to press star 2 to raise your hand. If you're listening in via the webcast, the way to ask your question is by typing it into the question box. So what I'd love is so that I know that you can all hear me beautifully, go ahead now and type your uh, name if you want or just where you're listening in from would be great. Type that into the question box if you're listening in via the webcast. That would be brilliant so I know that you're here you can hear me beautifully. And also if you already have a question around the feminine flame and anger for you, before we've even started, you're very welcome to type that into the question box now because I will answer your question. And for those of you who are listening in uh, and you've dialed in, please uh, raise your hand, press star 2, as soon as you have a question or as soon as you have a realization. You don't have to wait till I uh, say, okay, now I'm going to uh, um, open the lines for questions. The reason I encourage you to do that is because that way you'll know, I I take the questions in order as they come in. 
So please make sure that uh, you raise your hand as soon as you have a realisation that you want to share, which we'd love to hear, I'd love to hear, um, or if you have a question. So beautiful, I see all of your beautiful uh, announcements that you're here and that you can hear me beautifully. So that's great, thank you. So feel free to ask your question in the question box at any time or to raise your hand at any time as well. So, let me introduce you to those of you who haven't met me before. I'm Lisa Page. I'm the founder of Soul Satisfaction for Women. And I guess you could say that I've been exploring the deeper truths of life, love and intimacy for more than 20 years now. Um, for me, I have been sharing that passion. I really have a passion to learn, live and share. So, I've been sharing everything I've discovered along the way for at least the last 14 plus years, working with women um, and couples from around the world uh, as a sacred intimacy coach, as a speaker, as a writer, uh, and a relationship coach. And I have to tell you that in all of those years, what I've discovered is there really is one thing that changes everything. And that one thing is embodiment. It's one thing to have a new awareness, a new experience. You know when you have an experience of something you think, wow, this is how I want to experience this or this is how I don't want to experience this and you have a realisation. So first you have the realisation, then it feels really strong that you want to do something about it. But the third and final piece is to get that into your body and unless you know how to embody those realisations, what inevitably happens is you just keep on kind of floundering in in this painful place of wanting and wishing for things to be different but not really getting to experience it and I think that's actually more agonizing than um, not having had the realization in the first place I really do think that in this case our ignorance really is bliss you just blissfully go along your way but as soon as you have a realization that you really want things to be different they're there is created this gap between where you are and, and how you and what you really want to embody. So I believe that's where you and I come in because in all of my own personal experience um, and my professional training where I weave this unique blend of relational psychology and and embodiment and masculine feminine dynamics and tantric arts, um, it really is about embodying these insights and realizations that you're having. So my invitation for you today is to really start to notice what are the realizations. Write them down if you want as you go along. I'm going to be asking you questions to kind of uh, awaken new insights as well as teaching you some really powerful content and uh, practices and ways to explore your anger, to transform it, to let go of what's been draining you. I really invite you to take note of what comes up for you. Whatever I say, you may agree, disagree. I don't believe there's any wrong or right. I'm just here to express what I know has worked for clients, what I've experienced in my own professional experience, and then you get to kind of chew it, digest it, and see what's real for you. Does that make sense? So, first of all, let's have a look at why it's so important to explore your anger. And I would say the first piece is that 
your feminine flame, a flame can destroy, but used consciously, it can light the way. Used consciously, a flame can destroy what must be destroyed so that so that new um, new growth can occur. And so what I do know is that your feminine flame, this flame that you have within you, can either be destructive or it can destroy for the purpose of creation, for the purpose of new creation. So as a part of that process to ensure that you're consciously using your feminine flame rather than just being destructive uh, and creating what you don't want, creating unconsciously in your life, co-creating, it is really essential that you understand your anger, that you understand anger in general, but also you understand your anger, your relationship with anger, what it feels and looks and tastes like within you, how it shows up for you. It's essential to to free yourself of toxic anger and know how to transform it into a radically loving, passionate force that inspires others rather than pushes them away, that um, that inspires yourself rather than pushing parts of yourself away. You know, anything that you push away you relegate into your own shadow and anything you suppress and push away into the shadow inevitably will come up dysfunctionally. So this is about genuinely looking at your relationship with anger and transforming your relationship with anger so that you can live and speak your truth without holding back so that you can be healthy in your relationship with anger, in receiving anger from others and dealing with that just as much as um, as sharing it. Uh, and to integrate more and more of yourself, to bring what's in the shadow into the light of this feminine flame rather than keeping it in the shadow where it is destructive and becomes dysfunctional. So it's about embodying the wholeness that you already are Embodying all of you, this beautiful sacred fire, this feminine flame in a way that serves you, that that nourishes you. It's not always comfortable, but it's always a revelation of truth. Um, and if you think of a ground, you know when the indigenous people uh, burn off, uh, in, in Australia, the, the, the scrub, the bush, right? So that this new new life can be be burst through we're not just talking willy-nilly spraying a fire around it's for a purpose so not to indulge your ego not to avoid your own pain or avoid your own fear which is often how anger manifests it's because it's a toxic dumping on someone else a projection because we're not willing to look at what's really going on within us we're not willing to love and heal those wounds to courageously look at our own fears. So instead we toxically dump on other people. So that's not the anger that I'm talking about. We're talking about the feminine flame um, that when expressed open-heartedly is not to destroy love, it's to serve love. Does that make sense? 
So in relationship, for example, you know, how do you express your anger or how you feel to your partner without pushing them away? You know, it's it this is so critical because you know, often as women we've been told we're too much of this and we're not enough of that. And anger is definitely one of those uh, emotions that a lot of people have trouble handling. So if you were a young girl and you had this feminine force of wrath move through you, um, you may have been told anger's not good. Uh, I know in my family everything was kept quite smooth on top, but with stuff underneath. So anger wasn't openly... Um, expressed as an open-hearted expression and then released and that's how you know if it's an open-hearted expression there's no residue there's just no residue it's not a toxic dump that that contaminates you does that make sense so we're talking about you freeing yourself to express how you really feel without worrying that you'll be destructive because you know that you've really got a healthy relationship with anger and I'm saying with anger but actually with all your feelings because there are a couple of feelings that feed into anger if they're suppressed and that's what I want to share with you as well today. So it's it's essential to cultivate this self-awareness so that you can discern, discern you know what's old stuff, what's the wounding, what's residue from the past and what is you being triggered and lashing out because you're afraid or ashamed or whatever the trigger is and whatever you're projecting onto the other person. Um, the difference between that and and authentic anger, a truth that must be passionately revealed for the sake of everyone concerned, because it's your truth. Um, and if you don't have this healthy relationship with anger, if you don't use this feminine flame consciously, then it's nearly impossible to have a healthy and truly authentic um, intimate relationship. And it's nearly impossible to have unconditional loving within that relationship. And I'm talking about relationship, intimate relationship with yourself just as much as with another person. So this exploration helps you to have a healthy and fulfilling relationship with yourself, with the other, without the power struggles. It helps you to tap into the wisdom and power, capital P power, the power from which you are sourced, not the power that, uh, patriarchy is um, imposed on us and that we may impose on others. Um, but tap into the true wisdom and power that lies beneath that anger, that lies within you. So I want you to just sit for a moment. Just close your eyes, unless you're driving. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> but if you're not driving and it's safe to, close your eyes and just feel your feet on the floor for a moment and become aware of the contact of your feet on the floor feel your legs your bottom your pelvis your yoni your belly and just stay there in your belly for a moment and just breathe fully in and out of your belly with a beautiful awareness of feeling in your belly and with your awareness in your belly I want you with your eyes still closed just to notice the answers that come up when I ask you these questions you don't have to write them all down I just want to awaken something within you 
So I want you to feel into how often do you feel angry? How often? How often do you feel angry with yourself? How often do you feel angry in relationships? How does anger show up for you? Is it volcanic? Does it explode out of nowhere? Is it passive-aggressive? Is it controlling? Is it bitchy, whiny, naggy? How does anger, is it suppressed? Is it imprisoning of you, imprisoning of others? Just really feel into the texture of anger within yourself and how it shows up for you and how you show up in it. And this is the first step to cultivating your intimate relationship with anger, with your anger. And then begin to ask yourself, what makes me angry? What makes me angry? And is there a recurring theme to your anger? Do you notice that every time something happens or every time you see a certain person, like where is the theme for you with anger? Is there a theme or not? And how do you feel about your anger? What judgments do you have? What happens when you see someone else getting really angry? How do you feel? What about when someone else is angry with you? How do you feel? So I really want you to get in touch with new awareness around anger, new awareness around what's true for you and what you notice in your relationship with anger. There's no wrong or right here. These are just simply prompts for you to begin the exploration. So, for the feminine heart, there are two main sources of anger. Now, like everything, please forgive me that I'm categorizing. You know, when you teach, it makes it easier for the comprehension to categorize, right? But the truth is, it's like, you know, you say there are three types of orgasm for a woman. I mean, obviously, every woman has a gazillion types of orgasm because every time you have an orgasm, it's different. So um, same with anger. There, there are no ways to categorize. But I do want to point us into a direction so we can create a very solid container to explore your relationship with anger here today. So the feminine heart, there are two main sources for anger. One is hurt that is unexpressed. The other is the anger you feel when someone's out of integrity, when something must stop. There's an impassioned truth that must, must be uh, heard and acted upon. So they are the two sources of anger. Now, the hurt, for example, could be in the moment hurt. Your your partner says something and it hurts your feelings. But instead of expressing the hurt in the moment, you express you suppress it, squash it down, and pretty quickly, you know, sometimes within a second, let alone a minute, but certainly Within time, that hurt morphed into anger. 
So one of the examples I quite often give is a woman, and I, I can I can raise my hand to this because I've done it. I always know when I have unexpressed hurt because I start banging the dishes around. You know, I, I and, and my partner is, in particular, my partner is sensitive to sound because he has damaged ears from years of, of uh, being in the music industry. So I'll notice myself and putting the pots and pans away and extra loud and, you know, banging, you know, and I really notice it. And as soon as I notice that, I, I always just bring myself back in and just really lovingly ask myself, what hurt have I not expressed? So I've got to know my relationship with suppressed hurt that's morphed into anger and I know how it shows up. So then I can work with it as it does. So for you, um, an, an example I quite often give is, you know, let's say your partner says something insensitive, you don't express how it hurt your feelings, and then later on in the day, you notice that he didn't put the bins out, and you're like, bloody hell, he didn't put the bins out, and you, you know, give him a mouthful, or bitchy, whiny, or passive-aggressive, however you do it, and he's so confused. He's like, oh my God, why is it that the, the bins are such a big deal? And that will normally cause him to close down, shut down, you know, maybe get, you know, react back. And the sad thing about that is that you've lost the opportunity to give him what I call the original feeling. The original feeling is the feeling that arises in the moment. When you can cultivate your capacity to feel that feeling, know it, trust it, allow it, and you have the personal power to express it in the moment, the expression of that original feeling is far more inspiring to the masculine, far more inspiring to the world. It really is. I was just watching a YouTube clip the other day on a woman who did, um, I can't remember her name, but it was somewhere in the States, and she was doing this impassioned plea to the government, and she stood there and she said, you know, I'm just a mum. This is important. And you could feel this, this arising of feeling. There was no toxic dump. It was just an expression. And you could see her opening the people that she was around. You could see them being inspired by her impassioned truth, right? If you have a a dysfunctional relationship with anger, you might say, well, she was just being angry. No, she was being impassioned. It feels different. So you kind of have to clear yourself so you can feel it in others as well as yourself. So I digress. Back to the two main sources of anger. Hurt that is unexpressed will morph into anger and then you create layers upon layers upon layers of unexpressed hurt which morph into layer upon layer upon layer of um, anger that quite often will come out in whatever dysfunctional way you tend to do it. Volcanic, passive-aggressive, bitchy, whiny, controlling, whatever it is for you. So destructive anger comes from this place of mm, you blame. When, you're when, you, when your anger is destructive, you blame, you shame, you project onto the other. It quite often comes from a place of fear from hurt, like we just talked about, perhaps from a wounding way, way, way long ago, early in childhood, normally wrapped up in this past residual unexpressed emotion. 
And it's destructive because you're not getting to express the original feeling. When you express, when you allow and express the original feeling, you liberate yourself and you liberate others. Despite what you may fear, you liberate yourself and you liberate others, especially when you know how to do it skillfully. Um, when you uh, have destructive anger, you trap yourself. It becomes a cycle, a vicious cycle of anger, 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 right? You can't, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't liberate you and it traps you. And it traps the other people. So healthy anger frees you, it liberates you. So if you are genuinely outraged because someone is uh, is causing an injustice, right, um, then that passionate expression, it moves people, it inspires people, it doesn't trap them, it's your authentic expression, it's very different, it's not a dump. It's not toxic, it's not shaming or blaming. It's an authentic, impassioned feeling expressed out of injustice. It's energy in motion. Um, and like I said, you'll know because it comes up and then it's done. It's clean. So for example, with myself and my partner, if he says something and I feel that it's out of integrity, and I have had to work on this. Let me just, let me just pre-frame this. If you had been with me, how long have Mo and I been together? Seven and a half years. So when we first, I had spent years suppressing my anger, right? I was really freaking good at it. And um, when my current partner, Mo and I, we, we now coach couples together. So um, so we're very practiced at this. Uh, when we first got together, um, one of the first practices I got from my teacher uh, David Data, who's a sacred intimacy teacher, was literally to learn how to express open-hearted wrath. Now, I'm not talking about abusing anyone here. I'm talking about me because I had a tendency to suppress that um, and I was afraid to rock the boat. I was afraid to be disruptive. I was afraid to express how I really felt. And there was a lot of things previously uh, not with not with my current partner Mo, but in previous relationship, there was a lot of reason to be angry, but I didn't express it. That was not the way my my nervous system was um, reinforced, and I say reinforced because it was what I learned over time. So we do everything to get a need fulfilled. So if you're suppressing your anger, it's because you're getting a need filled. So, like I said, one of the first practices I had was to express open-hearted anger. And I'll never forget, um, whenever we would do uh, intensive trainings with David Data, um, oftentimes there were seven days, and then Mo and I would book a cabin in the woods so that we could uh, just integrate all the transformation that had occurred in the training and we would uh, practice what it was that we had learned. So here I was with this new practice of expressing my open-hearted wrath and do you know I stood there the first time I tried up I think I stood there um, sort of back up against the wall for about half an hour I, I couldn't like I was I had to really come to a place of hmm, how can I describe it 
internal recognition that I was frozen, allowing myself, allowing myself to feel how frozen I was, and then bit by bit allow this to unravel. And of course what was underneath it was years of hurt, years of genuine hurt that um, I just had not expressed, as well as rage of injustice. So now I'm great at it. Um, I don't have a problem with that at all. When I hurt, I just cry in the moment. I mean, in one day you will see me um, tears rolling down my face one minute, then it's done. And then the next minute I might be giggling. The next minute I might be laughing. Um, the next minute I might be growling because I, my partner said something that I feel is out of integrity. So we, I get to practice this all the time, but now my capacity is very fluid, which is what I want for you too. So just notice the judgments you have around anger. You know, I spent years, I, when I was in a previous relationship where I had every reason, every reason to be hurt and to be angry, um, I was reading a book uh, by Nich Tan Hart on, how, on, on anger and I realized that I, I used it as a reason to suppress my anger even more. Now, um, I'm not saying go out into the world and be angry. What I'm saying is know how you really feel and access the wisdom beneath it and learn how to express how you feel, including anger, including this feminine flame, which can, which can destroy something that is not serving so that a new growth, a new unfolding can be birthed. Just don't suppress it. Just learn how to relate to it in a healthy way and express it authentically and be done with it then you have, you are accessing this beautiful power of this feminine flame. So healthy anger, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it's not suppressed, so it doesn't fester and morph into something else and become toxic. Unexpressed hurt always morphs into anger eventually. Um, you know, I've given you examples of me and my son at Rage banging, you know, pots and pans or getting shitty because the bins haven't been put out. Just know what you do. Notice and get real with it, right? Because it's confusing. He, she, the world needs your original feeling, not your toxic residue. It serves no one. So my invitation to you, let's look at how. How do you create a, a rich and powerful relationship with your feminine flame. The first step is to explore your anger. That's the first step. So explore it, not from a place of judgment, but from a place of love, from a place of curiosity. Really get to know what is it? What is your relationship with anger like? How does it feel? Do you feel ashamed? Do you feel enraged where you can't access your body, heart, soul, mind as an integrated process? Do you only access your heart and not your, your mind as a servant, as a tool to express this in the world in a way that serves? Where do you get stuck? So explore your anger and your relation to it. The, the, the second step is do your own work to release accumulated, unexpressed hurt. 
and to release accumulated unexpressed anger. When you do that, you free yourself in so many ways it's phenomenal. One of the ways you, you free yourself is that you free yourself to feel what's really here in the moment. I was talking about the importance of, of knowing and trusting this original feeling so you can access the wisdom beneath it. You can't feel it, allow it, know it, trust, express it if it's tainted with all of the residue from the past. So it's your, your job, it's your work and my work to heal the wounding, to to um, release the residue. Now, however you do that is up to you. I do a lot of work with that in women, in, in session, in one-on-one session. I do a lot of work around releasing residual unexpressed emotion and feminine practice around that. Maybe you'll tap it. Maybe you'll dance it. Maybe you'll talk it uh, with a with a talking modality um, whatever you do just be lovingly curious about it and regularly give yourself an opportunity to be lovingly curious to explore it to honor it honor it to allow it and release it now one of the practices that I would give you which I give to a lot of my my women clients is what I call the allowing dance and I really like the album Bones by Gabrielle Roth, who was the founder of Five Rhythms, because it has a really beautiful tribal, earthy belly kind of beat and feel. Um, and if you commit to one track, eight minutes or half an hour, whatever works for you, but whatever you commit to, make sure no other music's going to come onto your playlist after, because you want to just kind of surrender into silence after the practice. So I would suggest maybe one track to start with, four, five, six, seven, eight minutes. And you just feel the texture of anger in your body as you move freely to the music. So just let yourself feel the texture. Let yourself uh, awaken to what is true for you let yourself feel it fully a lot of times we're afraid to feel it so you just say to yourself okay I'm just going to feel it for a little while so you allow it I call it the allowing dance because maybe you'll um, growl or roar or you'll you know stamp your feet but whatever you do you allow it And what I can probably guarantee for you is that the more you allow it, the more you will reveal what's underneath it. And again, most probably hurt or just outrage that something happened. But that's just one way to release it through your body. I'm a really, there are lots of different modalities that I use with women in session uh, because it's what will work for you in the moment. So find what works for you and do your work to release accumulated unexpressed hurt and anger. That's the second step. So the first step to is explore it from a place of loving curiosity, not judgment. The second step is to release it. Do your work to do that. 
if you need help, you know where I am. Email me, lisa at selfsatisfactionforwomen.com. That's what I'm here for. We could do that in one-on-one session. It's certainly one of the things that we explore a lot in the Goddess Embodiment Circle as well, which is the group program that I run. So there are lots of different ways to do this. Um, if that does feel like something that's speaking to you, then you're very welcome to email me, lisa at selfsatisfactionforwomen.com and um, say that you'd like some help with it and I'll send you some information to um, um, to have a complimentary breakthrough session. It's a way of you and I exploring where you're at, what it is you want to heal, awaken, let go of, embody um, and I can share with you the different ways that we could do that because there's various programs that I run. So I just say that if this feels like, oh, I've got to work with this. Um, okay, so first step, explore it from a place of loving curiosity, not judgment. Second step is do your work to release it. The third step is learn how to express it. And I'm saying it, talking about anger, but this is for all feeling, vulnerability, hurt, with an open heart. Not in a way to manipulate or shame or blame the other, either yourself or a partner or the world, but as an authentic expression of how you feel in the moment. I cannot tell you how your relationship with yourself and with others totally transforms. I mean totally transforms. When you come to a place that you can look yourself in the mirror or you can look at your intimate partner and say, with an open heart, with no judgment, with no shaming, with no blaming, and just say, right now I feel vulnerable, I feel hurt, I feel angry, right? But that is an open-hearted, authentic expression, right? Very different for you do this and you do this and you make me so angry, right? You're pointing the finger, you're blaming because mainly because you're probably not willing to look at what's really going on for you. So it is transformational when you can look at yourself in the mirror and be radically honest and say, and, and acknowledge that original feeling and say it out loud. So there are a couple of communication frames you can use. Simply, I, right now I feel. That's a really good one. And then you just let the world take in what you feel and consciously choose what they want to do with it or your man. Another communication frame, and I wish I could remember where this came from, but it's pretty well known. When you, da 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 so when you use that tone with me, I think, I feel, I want to. So when you use that tone with me, I think, oh my God, why, why is he speaking to me like that? And I feel really hurt, and I want to cry. Like, that is far more inspiring than... Why do you have to speak to me like that? You always you always use that tone with me or whatever it is, right? Whatever your way. Or maybe not saying anything and just banging the pots and pans around or, you know, being passive aggressive, okay? So this is a step-by-step process you can use. Whatever you suppress will come up dysfunctionally. It has to. It has to. So it's really essential that you that you know you know how to explore this relationship with your own anger and how you really feel. So I'm going to invite you right now to raise your hands before we go into the next piece. So for your questions and any insights or revelations you've had, please raise your hand now by pressing star 2. So star 2 to raise your hand. 
And if you're listening in via the webcast, I can see all of you there, um, ask your question or share your revelation by entering it into the question box. And if you have two or three, you can type it in and then if I answer your question, then of course uh, you can just, it, there's a little box, there's a little uh, icon on there where you click here to answer to ask another question. So star two to raise your hand or type it into the question box. I'm going to go back to the line. I can see one hand is raised, so I'm going to answer that question just in a moment. Thank you so much. And what I do want to say is this. Awareness is the first step like we were talking about. Then you've got to practice your new way of embodying. So you have this awareness, you do the inner work, right? You do the inner work, then you practice this new way of being. And it takes support. So get the support you need, get the guidance you need. And to have a community of like-minded, like-souled women in this is also exquisitely powerful and I think essential. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I created the Goddess Embodiment Circle uh, which for those of you who probably already know, because I know that a bunch of you are already in it, it's a private community of women where you get to explore and heal and awaken and let go of whatever is next for you. So let me open the line first of all to this first question. And your last digits are 002. Hello, so Lisa. It's, hello, Hi. it's Kirsten. Hi, Kirsten. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Mm. I think I've shifted some things. Um, I went to a free seminar on the weekend mm. and um, it was huge. Um, it was all about self-empowerment mm. and then a bit of a sales pitch at the end, um, but sure. that's okay. Uh, yeah. I took it for what it was worth and um, there was some visualisation exercises where it was about... Um, Feeling, you know, the love inside you, and just to soften, and um, and I kind of, I think it was something to do with letting go of a past traumatic incident. That's right, mm. and um, and then just you know putting it away, uh, like feeling the feeling, and and watching it as a movie, and etc. And then I came out of it really feeling a special love for myself, and mm. um, knowing that I'm my own best because I'm constantly, you know, at war with myself and, mm. you know, that's I've had enough of that over the years and yeah. um, and it causes such angst and frustration as well. Yeah. And so just reminding myself now since the weekend to soften and breathe and um, remember I'm my own best friend. And, no. yeah, something simple like that was it was, was lovely. Yeah, and you know, yeah. this is the thing that I'm saying about explore this from a place of loving curiosity. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, we can be so harsh on ourselves because essentially, mm. you know, someone once said to us, you know, don't be angry. Because anger is, anger is a force of nature. Like, you think of a hurricane or a flash of lightning or thunder, right? The growling yeah. roll of thunder, that's scary to most people. And anger, when it's used with clarity, is incredibly powerful. So, but a lot of people just don't know, and our parents do our best to help us be in society, or they do our best 
and but they still pass all of their own crap on to us. <laughs> um, and whatever we were taught about anger when we were little is is very much what um, how we relate to it. So it's creating a new relationship with a part of you that holds great power, um, and then skillfully learning how to skillfully express it in, with yourself, yeah. with the world. Beautiful. And I've got a little celebration from today, if I can yeah, share. Yeah, tell me. So I was feeling frustrated because I wasn't getting as much as possible done and my partner asked me to do something, which was getting me more frustrated. I was being a bit like Marge Simpson from The Simpsons, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I thought, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to I'm state how I feel. And I was just like, I'm feeling frustrated right now. And, and mm-hmm. um, my partner said, I get that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was just so simple but effective. Yeah, I tell you... You know, a lot of the work, um, like with couples, first we, we get you to learn how to speak through words and then we get you to learn how to speak through sound and movement. <laughs> and it's exquisite because it's even, there's even less in the way. I mean, words can even get in the way because words relate to the brain and then the brain punches into the Google of the mind and everything that you say. If you're talking about cake, anything that your partner's ever heard about cake or has believed about cake kind of gets dragged into it whereas uh-huh. when you use sound and movement there's something even more pure about it so uh, but just the very the simple version of that is right now I feel like right now I feel completely overwhelmed or I feel really frustrated or you know whatever and then they they have something to respond to it's it's really hard to respond to something that happened in the past and it's really hard to respond to a feeling that's not the original feeling. That's why it gets confusing. So yeah. beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Oh, my pleasure. All right. So I'm going to I have another question, uh, which has just come in, so bear with me, I'll just um, mute Kirsten's line and I'm gonna if you're on the phone please press star two to raise your hand with a question. I'm just gonna go to the question here in the question box. So it says, this is from Alison, hello, Um, what do you do when you try to openly express your hurt and your partner unintentionally dismisses your feelings because he doesn't know how to acknowledge them? Here's the thing with the masculine. The masculine wants to fix things (laughs) and feminine feeling is something that can't be fixed. So most men don't know how to handle um, feminine feeling. And in fact, I tell you what, Alison, you're in Adelaide. So if you are available on the 6th of December, email me because um, we have an event for couples coming up, which you may want to come to. It's a practice day. It's a practice afternoon. Um, And yeah, it'll it'll be beautiful. It's just an afternoon, just a few hours. So, but essentially, um, there's no, there, there is nothing to fix. So, something that you can do, and something that I recommend to the women that I work with. I mean, a lot of times I work with women and I never get to work with their partners. Sometimes I do, and Mo and I get to work with them as a couple. But when I don't, this is what I get them to say to their partners. You know, I'm doing this work uh, with Lisa, and I've realised that, you know, a lot of times I, I don't express how I really feel, and that kind of leaves me sort of a bit shut down and. And I don't want to be like that anymore because I've realized that 
you know, the degree to which I can express my hurt is a degree to which I can express my joy. And, you know, they're all in the same. So you can say, listen, I'm going to start practicing expressing how I feel more often. And I just want you to know that you don't have to do anything about it. Like, there's nothing to fix. And you just reassure them that I, I, I'm just going to say, you know, you know, right now I really feel da-da-da. And what I would need from you is just to get that I feel that. So the, the pivotal words in that Alison are this. Men really respond well to the words need and provide. So um, what I would need is for you to just um, get, uh, say that you get that I feel that. You don't have to fix it. You're not responsible for it. You know, it may have nothing to do with you. I'm just saying how I feel. You know, would you be able to provide me with that? Would you be able, you know, would you be able to just get that I feel that? Now, I want you to just um, let me know if that helps you because, um, like I said, a lot of men are not used to expressing, uh, used to a woman expressing their hurt. And yet, there's something incredibly delicious and beautiful and inspiring about a woman who authentically expresses how she feels. So just see if that um, answers your question, Alison, and write me a little note. Type it into the box now. In the meantime, I'm going to check to see if there are any other hands up on the conference line. So there are a few of you on the phone who have dialed in live. So, but there are no more hands up. So raise your hand if you want to share a revelation. Just know that when you share a revelation, it really does help the other women on the call. I promise you, what you have to say matters. It really does. And in fact, while we're waiting for um, Alison to post her next comment and for a hand to go up, I want to say this. How you feel is not the problem. How you feel about yourself is what matters. Does that make sense? Because if you feel ashamed because you're angry or you feel afraid because you're angry, that entraps you in a, uh, a cage of tension which prevents you from expressing the original feeling. And you take yourself further away from your truth by not feeling good about yourself and how you feel. How you feel is your truth. There's no wrong or right. So how you feel is not the problem. What's the problem is really how you feel about yourself. So I'll just check in now back to the questions and see if that's answered Alison's question. And I can't see anything yet. So I'm hoping that's answered your question. So... um just remember when you're expressing how you feel to do it with an open heart. Keep eye contact. Don't look away. Keep eye contact. Breathe fully. Soften the front surface of your body. Express how you feel. If you use words, use I feel. Or when you do that, I think I feel I want to. Um, and let it come through you fully. If you feel really hurt, let the tears fall. Don't hide them. Does that make sense? So Alison's written, thanks, Lisa. That does help in my case. There are times that when I need for him to understand, I require a more compassionate response. 
when what I get is a logical one. Yep, okay. And again, that's a really common thing for a woman to say. Um, how can I describe this? We all have masculine and feminine within us. The feminine is the flowing, feeling part. I mean, it's many other things, but in this case, flowing and feeling. The masculine is the part that is focused, outcome-oriented, and what's the point. So from a brain perspective, your um, right brain is the flowing, feeling, and the left brain is the logical, what you're talking about. So if he's really in his masculine, then... Um, he's going to probably use more logic than feeling and perhaps framing it up that, you know, um, or what I would really need is just for you to get that I really feel that. You know, if I say to you right now, I just want you to get that I really feel that. Um, when we, when I say that, like, I just want, I just want you to get it. There is a sense of compassion, but he's also free of the need to try and fix it. There's nothing... Um, uh, th it's really hard for a man when his woman is not happy. He just wants you to be happy. If he loves you, he wants you to be happy. Um, and so they can go into that logical outcome-oriented mode of, oh, I've got to fix it, I've got to make sure. So they, So you come home and you say, I feel really angry about what happened at work, and they get all logical and go wow, why don't you just do this or why didn't you say that? And you're just thinking, I don't want you to fix it. I just want you to get that I really feel it. So it's okay to say that out loud. I really appreciate what you're saying, but I don't, I don't want a solution right now. I just want you to get that I feel this. And if you say that, that in itself is an expression of how you feel and what you want and what you need. Um, and you're not blaming him. You're not saying he's doing anything wrong. You're just saying, I really just really just want you to get that I really feel this. So I hope that helps, Alison. Please just um, send me one more message so I know that that does help. And I'm going to check the line to see if there are any more questions. And if there's not, then we will finish the call. So last call, if you have a question or a comment, press star 2 to raise your hand. You're always, always welcome to share a comment or a question, start to, to raise your hand. And, oops, there's one more, and I know who this is, that's Marjorie. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay, I tend to always wait till the last minute I <laughs> to make them. Because I, I no. really, you know, I, I just... Um, my my question has to do when 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 people are expressing anger, mm. and they're coming from different levels of development, you know, yes. in terms of, of of their ability to reason or whatever. Like for example, a two year old mm -hmm. expressing anger is going to be likely to throw a temper tantrum, which is a perfectly appropriate thing for a two year old, yes. uh -huh. you know. Um, and I've seen you know parents try to reason. The two-year-old when they're throwing a temper tantrum and trying to get them to understand, you know, blah 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 mm. blah, and mm. and and it's it's almost uh, comical in a way yes. because that's right. Just, just let let them have the tantrum and you know don't mm. you know just deal with it you know whatever. Mm. <laughs> As yeah. a two-year-old, of course, obviously you, you don't want to encourage it. Or you don't want it to. You you need to lead, lead them into the next level of development, which mm. usually happens naturally, but it doesn't always. 
Yeah. So I guess like in terms of adults, when um, when trying to frame this into a question, um, how 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 would you respond if you know that someone that you're dealing with uh, is expressing anger yep. that would be appropriate for their level, but you're yes. not at that level? Yeah, got it. I, the the phrase that I use and that I would use is is really simple, and it I get that you really feel that. I get it. Mm-hmm. Now you could just say that. You could just say I get that you really feel that, and let it go. Mm-hmm. Or you could say, I get that you really feel that, and my clarity is this. So, for example, I might say to my 14-year-old, I get that you feel really angry that I'm not letting you go to this party or whatever. I get it. I really mm-hmm. get it. And my clarity is, da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does that feel? Yeah, I and I think another like if you're if you're not dealing like between parent and child, you're you're dealing with two equal adults, mm. and What's they're the expressing beautiful. Yeah, they're they're expressing anger. They're at a different level than you are, mm. and they're expressing anger that's appropriate for the level that they're at. Mm. But you're not at that level. But you're in relationship with them in some mm. form or another. Mm. Um, and they're not asking for your opinion, or they're not mm. they're not necessarily asking for your help. Mm. So it's is it appropriate to offer advice or or clarity as you were saying to someone who's who's not yet at a consciousness that that might be able to get it mm. um That's but yet you yeah, you know yeah. but you get it you know yeah <laughs> here's, the thing. here's the thing when someone's really angry their right left brain is normally not talking to each other when someone's really angry and Normally, unless they are, you know, looking at you and there's an open-hearted, they're they're calling you out because you're out of integrity, right? Mm. (laughs) Right? Unless that's happening, then normally their right-left brain is quite scrambled because they're acting from a place of fear or, you know, fight or flight has kicked in, essentially. Mm -hmm. So in that case, um, you, you know, you need to feel into what your clarity is in the moment. But I I tend to feel that. That's not, like when, when your child, same thing with a child is having, it's not the moment to give them a logical reasoning because it's hard to slip in, like right, left brain is just not talking. But when you get how someone feels or you indicate that you do, what happens is you give them an opportunity to, to reveal what's underneath that. So when I say, for, for there are a couple of different ways. For example, if someone is throwing anger at me, it's got nothing to do with me. It's certainly, I'm not, I, you know, I know I've checked in. I'm not out of integrity. They're just dumping anger at me. Then I might say, I get that you're really angry, and my clarity is, I do not want to engage in a conversation where I'm being spoken to like that. So my clarity is that it needs, we need to communicate differently right now, or we pick this up tomorrow. Or whatever, whatever your clarity is, right? Mm-hmm. So right. your clarity—that's your clarity. Now the thing is that, in terms of you offering your clarity to help them, I really feel that the moment it really people need to be in a neutral space to hear another person's clarity. So I, I would oh, I would suggest play with that, but at a different time. Um, but what I do want to say is, let me give you an example. I know that I'm using an example of a teenager, but 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 it sort of still flies. 
So if my son gets in the car, right, and he's had a really crappy day and a teacher has, I don't know, said something really blaming or, you know, saki or something in front of the class and he's felt humiliated, right? And he gets in the car and he throws his bag in the back of the car and, like, I could go into, don't throw you, don't do this, don't, you know, what are you so angry, right? I could go into whatever. Or I could just simply say, oh, I get that you're really angry right now. Right? I don't even ask what happened. I just I get that you're really angry. This is what happens. He'll go, yeah, I am because da 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 da. And I go, oh, wow. I I get and you know I felt really da da. And I'll say, well, I get that you felt really humiliated. And if they can't name it, but you can feel it, you can help them. Wow, it seems like you felt really humiliated when that happened. Well, yeah, of course, because it was da da. Right. But then what happens is it unwinds and it unwinds, and you get to the heart of what's really going on. Simply by saying, "I get that you really feel that." I, I, wow, I get that you, I get that you felt that. Wow, I get mm-hmm. it. And 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 this yeah. goes the same for ourselves. Like we can do the same dialogue with ourselves. Is that helpful? Yes, it is. Thank you. I I think mm-hmm. I think sometimes what's happening with me is that, and it, it's it's a really um, touchy thing because. You know, you you sort of can see things from a certain perspective, but yet what you're seeing in the other is a reflection of of ourselves. So maybe mm. when they're presenting their anger, what's what's coming to me like I'm, it looks like okay, they're 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 inappropriately expressing something. It could be anger, or it could just be you know mm. whatever. Mm. But uh, you know, if if it's bothering me then it's probably my unhealthy self or my mm-hmm. ego self or my lower self that's being reflected back to me. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm sort of like a, I can see things, like intellectually I can see mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a better way to approach this, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But if it's bothering me, then it's probably mm-hmm. they're reflecting back to me something that I had disowned from my my mm-hmm. earlier experience or whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's... Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, this is why we need to do our own work. You know, I, for example, I grew up in a family where people didn't get angry. It was all smooth on top with stuff rumbling underneath, right? And so um, I rarely saw, I mean, my parents are beautiful and, you know, we, we, we would even talk about this now. Um, but there was not a lot of, not a lot of anger. I have, I have a friend, a beautiful friend who, who in their family, it was okay to just unleash healthy anger and just go that you know that is out of order and be done with it so she didn't have a problem you know calling someone out when they're out of integrity and she didn't have a problem receiving it whereas I just did not like giving or receiving it so you know I had to practice whereas for her what was in her shadow was the expression of the vulnerability you know the expression Mm -hmm. of um, what you know, what's underneath? But uh, but but to her credit, or what was in the light side was that she was quite free to give and receive anger. There wasn't an issue for her. So um, yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, mm-hmm. it's all a reflection. We get to see. You know, if someone is, um, you know, you want to, you just want to get how they're feeling, and also feel free to express your clarity as well. You have just as much right mm-hmm. to express your own clarity. And if your clarity is, listen, that's out of order. I won't be spoken to like that. I'm leaving this conversation. If that's your clarity, that's your clarity. If your clarity is to say, wow, I get that you're really angry. I, I get it. 
And if that's mm-hmm. your clothing and that's what you say, you know, um, it comes cleaner when we own our own stuff, when we know mm-hmm. our, when we, when we have a very healthy relationship with our own anger. So, yeah. yeah. I think for me, if if it, if it's if they're expressing it to me, and and my have I have a really strong desire to to try to tell them or or convince them that what they're doing yeah. is wrong, or they yes. need to, you know, or something like that, or they or yeah. I try to educate try to educate them. Yep. About yep. whatever you know, then then that's pretty pretty strong indication that 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 that's actually my stuff that's being triggered and not really them, yeah. or it's both actually probably, but but. Totally. Um, it's like yeah. me, it's like my son getting in and throwing the bag down. And in my mind, I'm thinking, it's not okay to do that, right? Like, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And so I can instantly go into that or I can just go, oh, okay, I get, I get that you feel that. And it's almost like spinally, I feel it like your spine is straight and tall and strong, but the front surface of your body is soft. So there's no armory to protect because there's nothing to protect because you're very clear. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, sure does. Sure yeah. does. Thank Beautiful. you, Lisa. Thank, oh, thank you, thank you Marjorie. Beautiful. Have Thanks. have a good have good holidays. I, I we're oh. having Thanksgiving here in the states this week, so right. So that's why I'm saying happy holidays. So I don't know if you're oh, celebrating Thanksgiving right. where you are. No, we don't. We don't. I used to live in the states though, so yeah. You have a beautiful uh, Thanksgiving and, thank and enjoy the thank holiday you. and lots okay. of love. Thank you. Okay. Already. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. All right. Beautiful. So I will go back. Alison has said, um, that's fab. Thanks so much, Lisa. So that answered her question as well. All right. Thank you so much for being here today on today's radio show. It has been a pleasure to be with you. Um, I trust that you have enjoyed exploring your feminine flame. And my invitation right now is for you to write down, what is your main realization from this call? What were you here to hear? And then my invitation is to uh, decide on one conscious action, one conscious embodied action you're going to take from this call. So, um, and I love the idea of community. So for those of you who don't know, we do have a private Facebook group for Soul Satisfaction for Women. So you can email me, lisa at soulsatisfactionforwomen.com, and I'll send you the link for that. Um, and you can be lovingly held accountable for what it is that you want to embody from this. What action are you going to take? Are you going to get to know your anger? Are you going to explore the questions that I spoke of in the beginning? Um, Are you going to email me and ask for information on the Goddess Embodiment Circle or to have a breakthrough session because you really want to crack this one and you want to explore possibilities of working together? Um, Are you going to notice from this point and begin to journal for the next three days your relationship to anger. My invitation is to commit to one simple embodied action. And if you want to be held lovingly accountable, which I do um, invite you to be, then email me and I'll send you the Facebook group link. Um, It's a women's only beautiful space where um, you can ask whatever questions you have and be held lovingly accountable as well. Lots of love from me to you. Enjoy this exploration. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being this beautiful feminine flame that you are within. And thank you for uh, inquiring, exploring, and desiring to embody your 
soul-inspired truth. You are needed in this world. You are valued and cherished. Please know that and go forth with your realizations and embody them. Embody them. And if you need help with that, then get the help you need to embody them. In the meantime, lots of love from me to you and I look forward to connecting with you very soon. Bye for now. You are listening to a recording by Lisa Page from soulsatisfactionforwomen.com. For further information on events, workshops, coaching and free products, please visit www.soulsatisfactionforwomen.com.